I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Conversations with Olivia Jade, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Olivia Jade, and today is literally just me doing this podcast. But a few things before we get into it. A, I feel like people like these types of podcasts when it's just me. That sounds narcissistic, but not because it's just me on there. I just think people like like the Q&A vibe and the personal aspect to it. But also, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid and I would do Q&As on YouTube, except just like a little bit more fancy since I have like a whole podcast set up with a microphone. Um Okay, that's really all I wanted to say about that. So uh, we can just dive right into the questions. I have them on my phone in front of me. So I'm going to just be reading them off rapid fire and then answering them. And I'll keep this short and sweet so I don't bore you entirely. But the first question asks pros and cons to living in Los Angeles. To be honest, I feel like I actually get asked this a lot and I don't really know anything else. So it's really hard for me to list cons and pros because it's just like my normal since I grew up here. Um, I think if I were to really think about it in depth and I could probably come up with a few cons such as the traffic. Absolutely terrible. It's a nightmare. Um, I think that it can also be a little bit crowded and I think a lot of people, um, move here to, you know, be a part of an industry or to act or to sing or to model or whatever. 
And so sometimes you can feel like it's oversaturated and you don't know what you're doing. But also I think that's just like a good life lesson to know that there's enough room for everybody and enough space to have success for yourself and for your friends and for your family. And that's actually something I'm kind of going on a rant now, but that's actually something my mom always taught me growing up because, you know, as one knows, jealousy is a very ugly thing. And she would always tell me just growing up, like, there is enough room for you to be successful, for your sister to be successful, for your friends to be successful. Like, you don't have to, you don't need to get in anybody's way. You don't need to feel threatened. Like, there's enough room. Everybody's their own individual person. And I think it's so true because especially growing up in LA and living in a place where everybody is maybe in a similar industry or trying to hustle and do the same things, it can be kind of tough. And you can sit there and be like, well, should I be doing that or this or whatever it is? And I think a better route to take would just be support them, support yourself, and you will be a-okay. Um, I don't know how that had to do with anything, but here we are. Next question. Do you have any summertime skin tips to reduce damage from the sun, chlorine, and avoiding oily sunscreen? I think that obviously the most important thing, especially when the sun is out and the UV is high and it's summer, you need to be wearing sunscreen at all times. I'm obsessed with this sunscreen. Um, I have it right here. It's called Elta MD Skincare. It has um, SPF of 36. It looks like this. If this makes it on the social media page, you'll be able to see. But I like this one because it's tinted. And it's really gentle, but it kind of like gives you like this bright glowy effect, which I love. And um, yeah, I just started using it recently, but I'm a huge fan of it and I really, really like it. So would recommend this brand. I also love Super Goop Glow Screen. If you're not into like a liquid or an oily glowy type of thing, like the end of the question was saying, there's also alternatives such as like powdered sunscreens um, where you twist like the powder up in the little tube and then you kind of brush it all over your face. So that's another amazing substitute if you do have oily skin. But I would just say constant sunscreen and reapplying your sunscreen because if you put it on once in the morning and then you're out swimming all day or at the beach and you're, you know, sweating it off or the water's taking it off, like you have to reapply it or it defeats the whole purpose. And there's nothing worse than like a sun rash it's the most painful, itchy thing. It's not even worth it, honestly. Also, what I will say, and I think it's a big misconception, is a lot of people, I used to be one of them, wouldn't wear sunscreen because I was like, well, I want to tan. Like, I won't get tan if I have sunscreen on, which is not true. If you wear sunscreen, you still can get color and it will still give you a tan. You just won't be like burnt and feeling terrible. Now, on the other hand, my mom and my sister would argue to stay out of the sun entirely and to wear a massive hat and to literally hide from it, which is probably the best thing you could do for your skin. But I could never do that because I love being tan. Okay, moving on. What do I typically eat in a day? Um, every morning without fail, like every single morning I have avocado toast. I have with a fried egg on top, sometimes a scrambled egg, but mostly a fried egg. And I do, if I'm making it at home, I do everything bagel seasoning. I do chili flakes. 
salt, lemon, olive oil, sometimes arugula. Now I'm really hungry. Um, for lunch, I typically either get a sandwich or I make a sandwich or a wrap or some sort of like rice bowl. Late night snack almost every night nowadays, which is just needs to stop, is an acai bowl. I have a terrible addiction. I used to also be really addicted to acai bowls when I was like 19. And then I I forgot they existed. And now I remember again and it's a problem. Okay. Anyway, tips to getting to know people when moving to another city. Mm. Okay, so to be honest, I wish I was the person that could sit here and be like, guys, this is what you need to do to make a million friends and do this and this and this. I literally don't have any friends. I do, but none of them live in my city. And like my best, best friends all are on the East Coast. I have like Natasha and a few others in LA, don't get me wrong. But I just like, I think it's quality over quantity, to be honest. That's what I live by. Um... But I have no idea. So if you figure it out, please let me know. I think what I've heard before is like going to the same spots like over and over again, like creating a routine. That's what people say. I personally haven't tried that. Probably will never try that because my social anxiety would just not not like that at all. But people say to like meet new people, it's like go to the same bar or the same Pilates class every week or whatever it is. And then you can like start to make relationships. Um, yeah, I wish I had more advice on that. I'm really sorry. I have no idea. But if you figure it out, please send me a message. I would like to know. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story. 
which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. What are your goals for the next few years? I think my goal, honestly, I think... I'm just trying to keep it short term right now because I've been feeling a little uninspired lately and I just want to get back into feeling like really good about the content I'm putting out. So I think like my main goal right now is to find my thing again on YouTube and to really love it. I think if I'm being just honest, I think it's been a little bit challenging for me to find my groove because I took such a long break from social media. I'm not kidding. I kind of forgot how to do it. Like I remember how to edit and to sit down and film, but like something is so different to me. And I think that I'm just trying to figure out um, how to get that back, how to not be so traumatized by social media. Um, Because I do enjoy it still. But I think that I'm the type of person, I've just always been this way. I think most people are like this, but I think that I'm like, extra like this to a fault where I really want everybody to like me and I'm not even like this just with like people on social media or random strangers online I mean like in person and wherever um I just like really want people to like me and so it makes me like really sad and like fearful when people don't and obviously with social media there's all these different opinions coming in all the time and so I think for me sometimes I get discouraged on posting because I'm like, everybody hates me, even though I know that some people still like me, I think. I have no idea. Anyway, (laughs) um, do you miss Dancing with the Stars? Yes. Holy shit, I have to text Val. I need to see him this week. Um, Yes, I miss Dancing with the Stars so much. That was such an experience. I also miss dancing. I thought I was going to stick with it, and I haven't danced a day basically, since the show ended. So I'd really like to get back to that because it made me really happy. Um, But I definitely miss it. I mean, it was a lot of work too, though. It wasn't like any sort of easy by any means. Like those were full days every day. I lost my hair. My alopecia got really bad. I had a bald spot the size of the penny in the middle of my head. And now it's finally growing back in, but all the hairs are really short. (laughs) So yeah, it'll be in a vlog soon. My next vlog, you will see what I'm talking about with these hairs. It's crazy, but I do miss it. I don't miss the stress, but I miss everything else. I miss the whole cast. I miss the pros and the the rest of the stars, quote unquote. Um, And I would do that again in a heartbeat. 
Would I ever do a sitcom? Probably not. What is your dream job that isn't influencer related? Well, first of all, I don't know what I am, but I don't like the word influencer. And I just had filmed another podcast last week with JC and we were talking about this word influencer. So you can get my thoughts on that episode because I won't repeat myself in case you guys have listened. But I just don't love that word because I guess I just didn't know that's what was going to come of it when I started my YouTube when I was 14. But I get the question and I'm just being snarky. So what's my job that isn't influencer related? Um, My dream job that isn't in this world would probably be, well, it's definitely to have a business. Like that's the reason I started not social media, but why I continued to do it as it turned into a job was always to launch my own line of something and use that platform that I have to teach people my product and how to use it and why it's so great and to build that relationship with my audience so people could know like, oh, you can trust me when I do come out with a line. Like, I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not taking paid sponsored posts that aren't authentic to me. Like, I always made it such a point to be so picky and so specific with the stuff that I was um, being paid to post about and literally all for the reason of when I have my own line, I don't want people to think I'm a sellout. It would be stuff that I would use every single day. I would, it would have to be like the best, 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 best quality for me to ever even want to put out something. So it's still definitely to have my own business, specifically my own makeup line. And I will do it because that palette I did with Sephora, I'm sorry, you guys, it was the best palette I think Sephora collection had. I'm so, it's so biased with me, but I mean, I've tried their other palettes. It does not compare to the one that we made. It was like a different formula or something. I'm not even saying that to be whatever. Like I genuinely just from like, remove me from the mix, like just from a, a, a consumer's perspective, like trying out the different formulas, that formula was next level. It was so good. So knowing how excited I was for that and like being able to teach my followers about that and how to use it and my favorite shades and everything like that um, was so fulfilling and exciting that I would just love to make that my job entirely. Where do I get my fashion inspiration from? Well, I'm actually on this new wave recently and I think you guys are gonna really like this for me because I'm really liking it for myself. I got rid of 90% of my closet yesterday. I'm not kidding. 90% of it. I had over 20 full trash bags taken to charity of my wardrobe. It was insane. I think honestly, I was just like, I would just look at the hanger, throw it, throw it. I didn't even think twice. Like, could I wear it this way? Could it? Nope. Out of my closet, out of mind, out of sight. Goodbye. No, out of sight, out of mind. That's the expression. Um, and I am loving how my closet is looking. I'm sitting in here right now. I'm looking around like this is stunning. It's so much more spacious. I can see everything. The only thing I'm afraid of is I'm gonna um, go through my clothing to try and put an outfit together, and I'm just gonna be like, "Wait, you got rid of every single top you owned, basically, except like five. Um, so my fashion inspiration is coming from my minimal wardrobe because I'm a minimal girl, but also I think that I am trying to 
build a collection of clothing that is going to last me a long time. Some higher end pieces that I'll have forever that I can give to my kids because I do feel like the stuff I wear the most, I wear it over and over and over again, but it is stuff that I've saved up for or just a little bit nicer or some really good finds from like flea markets and stuff, but just good quality pieces. So I'm slowly trying to make that my wardrobe. Um, a big fit, like huge fashion inspiration of mine would be Olsen twins. They're, I think, just the chicest people on the planet. So that's what I would say to that. And the row, their clothing line is my favorite brand ever to exist. Somebody asked me if I've seen every episode of Full House. And the fact of the matter is I have seen probably four episodes total. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
is a celebrity that you've been starstruck by? I actually have no clue. I don't recall I've been starstruck. Who's a celebrity that you've been starstruck by? Comment in the social media pages on my on my conversation with Olivia Jade Instagram because I'm curious because I don't think I've ever been starstruck by a celebrity. Um, the username is conversation at conversations underscore Olivia Jade if you guys want to comment. But I'd like to read your responses. So if you're listening to this, you better go fucking comment. But um, yeah, I just haven't really, I can't think of anybody. Maybe if I saw like, I actually have no idea. Uh, you know why I think I'm at fault? I don't watch a lot of TV or movies. I just, I, like I'd always, when I was younger, I'd always just watch YouTube videos. And I never was like crazy into like a band or a singer. So I just don't think I really have one. But I've definitely seen famous people and been like, wow. Like struck by their beauty. Sure. I don't know if that has anything. That's so different, but it's fine. Anyway, moving on. What's my go-to everyday hairstyle? Well, my sweet hairdresser decided to chop off all my hair recently. God bless him, but not really what I was hoping for. But it's okay because he's so good at what he does that I kind of just let him do whatever he wants. But I was kind of vibing with the long hair, and now it's short again, which... I'm struggling to style, but I like that I have the bangs again. This is what I did about a year ago. Recut the bangs. I think my go-to would just be clip in my hair, like one of the little twisty clips, updo, bangs, out. Um, Sorry, I'm sick, so I sound like a nasally rat. Um... How often do I get facials and how often do I wax my eyebrows? Great questions. I wax my eyebrows probably once every month if I'm on my sh Realistically, it probably goes like I'll get them waxed and then I'll go like two months, two and a half months, and then I'll try and tweeze them and then I'll mess them up and then I'll have to text my eyebrow person like, please come over. I f***ed up my eyebrows again. That's normally how it goes. How often do I get lasered? Was that? Oh, no. Facials. Um, facials, I never really get anymore. I can't even remember the last time I had a facial, but I've been talking about it nonstop saying, ah, I really need a facial. So maybe I should do that soon because I really do need a facial. I love a facial. A, it's a relaxing moment. And B, I feel like it really, really helps my skin personally. Do you believe in talking to a therapist? If you have, what is the best piece of advice that a therapist has given you? Yeah, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Um, I haven't I hadn't always been, to be honest. Like, I didn't have a therapist for a really long time. And then I realized, like, oh, mentally, I'm, like, kind of fucked up. I definitely need one. But um, I would say the best advice my therapist has given me is, uh, I don't know. Mine's so specific to, like, obviously my experiences in life. But I think in general you will just feel so validated and heard and it will make you feel like a little bit less insane for these types of feelings you're having. And also you'll be able to start 
putting reasoning and meaning as to like why this triggers you or why you feel this way about a certain subject. So that's pretty cool, I would say. Okay, I'll answer two more questions. My workout routine, what do I do? How often? I work out, I work out every day. Mm, I just lied to you. I didn't work out yesterday. Barely worked out last week. I try and work out every day. I would say I work out at least four times a week. And that's a recent thing, but I just do like 30, 40 minutes. I go down to my gym, put the treadmill on an incline of 12, speed of three, walk for 30 minutes, and then I do like a 10-minute ab workout, and it will get you so snatched. And somebody else asked what my go-to drink is when I go out, and if we're talking alcoholic beverage, it would either be Reposado on the rocks with lime or a skinny spicy margarita. I love tequila. I love a cold beer. Cold Corona with a lime in it also. That's like a, a hangover drink if you're hungover but you got to drink the next day. Not have to. Don't ever like force yourself. But you know if you're like trying to. I don't know. I like a beer. Um, I love a glass of wine with like pasta. Glass of red wine at night. I also like white wine and rosé in the day if it's like I'm on the beach or something. So it's all very dependent on my moods and where I'm going and how tipsy I'm trying to get. But I used to honestly party pretty hard. I'm talking like um, I've grown up so much. I haven't in a while. And I would like to say I'm very proud of myself for that because if you know me, sometimes – I would just be like a little too confident with my shots and shots can sneak up on you. So don't do that. Uh, just have a nice mixed drink or a beer or whatever it is. And it's cool to be calm, cool and collected. So anyway, thanks for listening to this random, random Q&A. I don't know if I sound really dumb in this whole thing. I feel extremely exhausted. I'm going to go undye my neon orange hair. What color should I dye it? Because I think I'm going to keep it in the red theme. Um, you guys can also comment that on my Instagram, even though by the time I read it, it will be way too late. Uh, my hair will be dyed, but I am curious to hear your thoughts. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace out. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 